and welcome to the Sauk Valley Spotlight Podcast, where we shine a light on the people and places of the beautiful Sauk Valley. In each episode, we highlight the hidden gems and untold stories of local businesses, community leaders, and the people that call the Sauk Valley home. I'm your host, Drew Williams, and today I'm joined by Palani Sakti, who runs and operates the Castor family of medical supply businesses. Sakti, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. First of all, first and foremost, I want to express my deepest gratitude for granting me this privilege of addressing this wonderful community. Hmm. Uh, before we get into the Castor family of, of businesses, can you tell me a little bit about yourself, Sakti? Uh, maybe a very quick intro. Who are you and who do you love? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm Sakti, like I go with, as you said, my name is Sakti and my wonderful partner and my wife, Nimi, and we are the parents of two remarkable children, one who is, has completed their bachelor's degree and another one who is pursuing theirs. Yeah. So um, tell me a little bit about y- your journey. I, I, the, the astute listener will tell that you were not born here in Northern Illinois, um, and and by the same time, too, uh, we were talking before we started recording that you just moved here to the Sterling area uh, just a few years ago. So tell me a little bit about the journey. You can go back as early as you want or can be more recent. But what led you to now being here in the Sauk Valley and running the Castor family of businesses? Can you kind of tell me just a little bit about the journey of you? Okay. Uh, we both, myself and my wife, Nimi, we came from India in like in the early 20s. And we came for this opportunity to learn and study and work. Mm. And this country gave us like a tremendous opportunity, Mm. the land of opportunities. Mm. And we started our career as like it's more like we have done our master's in computer science. And we we worked in the healthcare space for a longer time, more than mm. 25 years. So were you married when you came here? Yes. Okay. Uh, we Like I think after we came in, we, we got married. Okay, yeah, but yeah. But we know that But you other. were already betrothed together, engaged, yeah. and you know knew that that was the plan. That was the plan. Okay, so you, you move in your early 20s to a new country, new culture, new lifestyle, <laughs> but at least you had each other. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so tell me a little bit about a master's in computer sciences but then spent 25 years doing, what was that again? Uh, in the healthcare space and the compliance and building the state-of-art solutions in the healthcare, healthcare space. Healthcare, yes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so helping in, in more of the computer sciences it's for more, healthcare. Exactly. So more technology, and I was leading a like, lot more um, in the healthcare, like integrating mm. with, like, in the payer sources and yes. providers. And the life sciences, the pharmaceutical companies yes. worked with like a larger corporations, larger companies, trying to understand like their pain points. Mm-hmm. And then I learned that how that like the challenges in the healthcare space. So you were really being a, a uh, you know, a, a computer technologies, online uh, databases talking back and forth to each other. And yet, like you said, that gave you an inside look to some of the other challenges, some of the other pain points of just the industry as a whole. Absolutely. Is that what made you decide? Because when you, now, you don't run a healthcare technology company. No. So tell me a little bit about the Castor family of companies. Right. So during this journey, that like both my wife and myself, we focused more on the healthcare, healthcare as a domain. Yeah. We learned like whether 
um, not only like the technology aspect and the business that like what it takes to make a better healthcare environment yeah so that brought me into that thinking we have to do something in this like the challenges that we learn yeah you already know this area right. you already know this industry right but you're seeing some new um, opportunities where maybe there's problems that could be solved absolutely mm. so that's what it's like we thought okay our sons and daughters like when they start completed their high school we said something okay so now it's time for us to think and bring some innovations into this and even like when i was working in the technology and the healthcare domain i have um, worked on the like the state of the art including like ibm watson yep okay the ai space that's trending right now yep um and i think like it's i have more than 20 patents in this area really right wow so, um so those are the things that like i wanted to bring some changes hmm and i have selected something that like a um, this industry that like a based on our studies and experience we feel that like there's something there's more need for the home care mm-hmm. okay the care that needs to happen at home mm-hmm. that is where like it's a we were like my parents like my dad based on my dad's conditions and my mom like as she passed away when she was uh with with the heart conditions and mm. everything so it bothered me something that like we need to do something so so when you were working with these big corporations helping them handle thousands if not tens of thousands of clients and payroll services and insurances talking back and forth to each other what was it that made you realize that home care is the need was it your own parents experience it's more of a family like a family situations yeah. and also the learning that the learn that lessons that we learned mm-hmm. the challenges that's happening like a hospital readmissions that's happening and the loved ones putting them into the nursing homes are like at the facility that like where they they feel that like they wanted to stay at home yeah okay, those are the things that like it was bothering and it was thinking that like hey something there's we need to do mm-hmm. maybe that like it's time for us to think like a bringing this the knowledge and the innovations to that like in the home care based so how did that lead you here to the sock valley was this already a company or did you see the need and come here and start caster uh, we started looking at it like a start from the ground zero mm-hmm. from the scratch and that's a time that like we came to know Uh, the mercy home nursing it used to be like the chartwell chartwell company they had the mm-hmm. uh, home nursing division mm-hmm. that was before it was a mercy home nursing mm-hmm. they served in the community for more than 30 years okay so we were talking to the company and trying to see is there anything that we can help them and that's the time that like they asked us to rescue this one because they were about to close down ah uh, here in sterling in sterling okay and i think that's the time okay so we are ready to take over and so what year was that that you guys moved here uh, it was a 2018 okay uh, june uh, we started talking it since january february time frame so officially like we um, we started the caster as a business into uh, like march of 2018 got it and then uh, june 15th and 2018 that's the time that we took over uh, the chartwell home nursing 
So was that a was that because the the mother company really just want to sell it and, and get out of the area? That is correct. So if you and Nimi hadn't moved here, it wouldn't have existed here in our area for us. Exactly. Wow. So that was the legacy they built, the uh, Mercy Home Nursing. Mm-hmm. For the over 30 years they served in the community. Yeah. We would have lost that, like uh, that, the legacy. Okay. So we were we were so fortunate. It's 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 a, like it's a fortunate that like we were able to bring back the legacy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. continue to provide the services in the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, part of the thing that I've I've realized about this area um, that is such a benefit benefit to even an area that's small like the Sock Valley. You know, we're still a small town environment, and yet there's multiple excellent hospitals. Mm-hmm. There's multiple wonderful nursing homes and stuff. So why is it that home nursing is still a need, even in an area that has good health care? Right. Uh, let me let me introduce, I think like there is, um, <clears throat> there is a need for home nursing. Uh, let me... Um, let me give you my perspective. Yeah. Right. Um, here, based on the things that what we went through last three, four years mm. in the pandemic are the continuous problems that's happening are happening in the um, in the healthcare. Uh, home is going to be the the frontier of like everything that's happening right now. Right. So um, the hospitals and the the facilities that like it, it's we are complementing. It is not, I think, like it's extending the continuum of the care. We feel that, like, I think the home care, home nursing is the one it's complementing mm. to, like, a, like one, like it's a hospital readmission things. Yeah. And personalized care. So to help so, make sure that when people go home, they don't have to go back to the hospital again. That's the that's the gap that you all fit. Exactly. To ensure that the the healing continues and uh, finishes at home. At home. Mm. So personalized care is the most important thing at this time. The way that like it's been cost of care, mm. when it comes to uh, the flexibility, people that like it's staying at home, extending that stay healthy at home, everybody prefers that part. Yeah. I think like that is where this home nursing comes into play, home services, home nursing comes Well, to and play. especially when you are not feeling well. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be in right. a hospital room. Right. Mm-hmm. You want to be where you are comfortable. You want to be around the people you love. You want to be around the things that you are familiar with. Um, and yet, um, from personal experience, as well as mm-hmm. talking with others, for the family to be caretakers, right. that is a big undertaking. And I'm sure many people listening have had that experience when you have to take care of a loved one, whether it's a grandparent or a spouse or a parent, it's a, it's more than a full-time job. And it's one where you feel out of your depth. You aren't, you're, you're worried that you're not going to do it right. Or you, you think of the worst that could happen. Mm -hmm. And so having a resource like a, either a full-time live in a nursing professional or someone who even stops by a couple times a week can be such a benefit, not only to the person who's sick, absolutely, but mm-hmm. to the rest of the family. 
Absolutely. The caregiver concept of like caregiving for the loved ones, yeah. the family members, they go through when, when it comes to the family members struggling. And when we, when we look at the caregiving role that they're taking for the loved ones, it's more stressful. Yeah. And I think that's where like this whole thing that like having the home nursing, the home care is the one it's helping. Not only like it's the family members to go through the stress level, Yeah. to take care of their loved ones. Yeah. I think that's the part. I think like it's, they're pushing them into that like it's the facility based or they have to go back to that like the hospital hospital side. Mm -hmm. That's where the home nursing and the home health is. Well, because like, that's all uh, part of my story. I, I had a, a loved one who was in and out of the hospital for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And the stress that that puts on right. the body, mm -hmm. um, how much that just set them back in their healing. Right. It, it, it makes it so much harder when you're back and forth and back and forth that, um, the, the idea of not having to do those multiple trips, repeat visits exactly is really what is needed. So why do you think that, um, it, I guess, I mean, y'all have been here for five years mm -hmm. and you have been able to build your company on the legacy of the previous company. Mm hmm. Um, but my sense is, even though everyone knows someone who is sick at some point, everyone has loved ones who get older mm -hmm. and have need for this. The difficulty with this business is that the people that you serve the most, mm -hmm. um, eventually they pass on. Right. And so I assume that you're constantly having to get your name out there for new families to even know that you exist mm -hmm. because for most people they don't need to know that you exist until they need to know so how is it that you build connections with people in the community absolutely that's excellent things that like it's we look at it the quality of services the word of mouth mm. is the one like that's that's keeping us to go yeah and i think like even coming back to your previous question about the repeating, the readmissions, um, it's just some stressful data that like I think when I looked at it, there's a 29 million emergency visit happened in 20, 2014 to 2017. And the hospital readmission, the ER visits, that's keep going. Yeah. That's it's bothering. I think like that needs to happen. Like I think like the ER visits, there are... This thing can like a hospital readmissions and repeating visit visits to the hospitals. That's something that like the home care can do. Yeah. But and coming back to that, what you're asking, I I think like it's it's um, for us that like we believe on quality of care. Mm. We believe on like a passionate about providing the care for the loved ones because when they come to to us, they're. Um, They're more like when they need, they're yeah. coming to us. Yeah, a little bit more desperate, a desperate. little bit more in need, yes. In need. And I think like it's when we started providing that one, I think they see the value. Hmm. And that's where like when they see that thing, hey, that like a caster, the caster family provided this type of care. Hmm. And when they see that one, that's what like they're passing that information to other, other families and mm -hmm. when they need it. So um, I'm curious because I, you know, I, I looked on uh, your website and it's interesting because uh, the caster family of companies is mm -hmm. actually more than just one thing now. 
So what was the start? Was it the home medical devices? Was it in-home nursing care? What was the actual start? Right. So we started with a very small private duty home nursing. Okay. That's part of the Mercy home nursing. That and how, how many home nurses did you employ at first? So we started with very, very few, yeah. like less than 20 caregivers and like the nurses we started. Yeah. And at the time that like we did not have Medicare approved that like the yeah. skilled nursing and the rehab or the therapy services. Yeah. And we looked at it's a holistic problems in mm -hmm. the healthcare domain and especially in the home care. We looked at it like it's an end-to-end care that's needed yes. to keep them have like a, to a strong and say um, You're not just there to do one job. You're right. there to take care of the whole person. Persons. Yeah. So we looked at it like one from non-skilled to skilled care that like a non-skilled such as like um, uh, companionship, yep. like a meal prep. And yep. those are the things. Someone who comes and helps do the laundry. Laundry. Yeah. So that's like we consider as a non-skilled non or the home services. Sure. Then like it's uh, chronic conditions that like they need like a lot more care. That includes the skilled nursing or it could be wound care or it could be like a COPD and the different conditions that like they need a care and like long term. Mm-hmm. That is where the, the skilled nursing, the private duty nursing, or Medicare approved the skilled uh, skilled nursing with the rehab. That that we got it approved, and we we started providing care. So, do you still provide kind of even unskilled that or is not? Correct. Not so. So you have people that can come to clients and help with chores around the house, help them get in and out of bed type things, provide companionship all the way up to skilled nurses who can do wound care change out IVs, administer medications and stuff and everyone, everything in between. Exactly. Wow. I think like that's, that's just one part of it. Yeah. Cause then I was going to say, <laughs> then I also see that you have, you have medical devices as part of a division of the company. You, you, you reach out to medical professionals. You have your own line of scrubs and medical professional equipment, something like that. So I'm curious just a little bit, maybe instead of talking about all the different things you offer, even though that, that is incredible and people can go to the website and kind of see because you provide truly um, this this gap of between being at the hospital and then having to be put in a long-term care facility that can we stay at home gap. Y'all have really maximized your offering mm -hmm. in that gap to really try and provide every need that could be there. Um, what is it as a business leader that made you want to expand into different things rather than just staying in one mm -hmm. area or one uh, niche, one one domain and doing that excellently. Mm -hmm. You have expanded to other areas. What is it that causes you as a business leader to decide to expand? Absolutely. There are, we looked at it as a holistic problems are like this. When it comes to home care industry are like a keeping the loved ones at home more safe and healthy, we looked at it like the, not only the care that we provided or the services that provided, whether it's a non-skilled or the skilled, there's a need for like it's a having the right equipment and supplies to pro, to take care of that home. Yeah. When we look at the facilities, they're like it's a, like a, the, the better care that comes with like a, the, the clinicians, mm -hmm. the products and supplies that like the environment, the yeah. setup that 
that's what it makes a difference in the facility. And you didn't want to have to rely on third parties providing maybe less quality equipment. Exactly. And our clinicians, they like one, the family like they come to Castor when or like when they come to this like the home care when there's a need. At that time, they shouldn't be struggling to find hey that like this is something that you have to deal with the medical equipment company to get the equipment and if supplies. They, so you're saying if they come to you with a need, you don't want to have to send them away with still a need right. that they have to find somewhere else a solution and also coordinate. Yeah, like, like, always it like because. We don't want to put the stress for the loved ones. Hey, that like my loved ones is having problem or like I need to provide. Like they have to get discharged from the hospital at the facility. And I don't want to like achieve like dealing with the insurance companies, mm. dealing with the doctor's office and like making sure the discharge planners, dealing with the medical equipment providers, dealing with the like the home health or like home services provider. So multiple entities, multiple things happening. It's mm-hmm. all adding the stress to the family that like, hey, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know how to deal with the, like the insurance companies. Like they're asking for like some something that I have to coordinate with like the other company. I don't even know what is that like the home medical equipment company is going to offer. Well, and you're you're describing exactly the stress that many people feel <laughs> is one. I'm already emotional because my loved one is not well. <laughs> Two, I definitely feel ignorant and incompetent in this world of healthcare that I don't deal with in my normal everyday life. And three, now I'm supposed to become an expert who is also a social worker, who mm-hmm. is also a uh, facilitator, who is also an advocate to try and talk to all these different things. And so you try and take all the pain out of that experience for the loved one to say, Come to us and we will step you through the whole process. So it sounds like as a business owner, what it is, is not only were you trying to provide a service of of home health care, it sounds like you're trying to provide a service of taking the stress off of the loved ones. Absolutely. And I think like we believe on educating the family that the whole medical equipment and supplies Everybody can provide equipment and supplies. But what we believe and like they when there is a need, I think like for them to make a right decision, for them to make it easier for them to to provide the care for their loved ones. We believe on providing the right education, right support. I think that's what like we like we we do on the medical equipment and supplies and and on the home nursing side. Mm. And I think the experiences, the learning experience that we have, that like with the medical equipment and supplies and home nursing, we also felt that like there is a need for them to have that like the right workforce to produce in the community. That is where that we started the Castor Health Institute. So that's again like we have a, a certified nursing assistant, phlebotomy, CPR, those kind of like it is a hub for a providing the healthcare education. I forgot to mention that you not only do you provide home nursing, not only do you provide unskilled care, medical supplies, uh, nursing supplies, you also now have this medical (laughs) institute. Health institute. Yeah. To actually provide training. And is that here in the Sauk Valley? Absolutely. Like it's just just opposite to the Kroger. Oh, Wow. So the way that like it's a, we vision that like the home care needs to be, 
that like the services that like what we like are non-skilled and the skilled services that we provide through our the quality uh, we build the quality care that we provide it needs to be supported by the right equipment and right supplies yeah because that is where that i think like it's a, the the clinicians are get stressed out when they don't have the right equipment and right yeah. supplies at the point of care yeah that's all happening in the hospitals and not it's all happening in the facility but in 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 us like in like only 1% of the home is equipped for elder care you're saying here in the here in the united states united states the whole united states there's only 1% of homes of, all, of all households that are actually equipped for home care elder care exactly and those are the people that have already had something happen and and they already have a walker in the house or they already have one of those iv stands in the house right and most everyone else is completely unequipped they're not they their bathroom is inaccessible right there's too many stairs up to the front door exactly and when something happens to a loved one they are just afraid absolutely hmm. and i think that's the biggest thing that the gap that we are trying to address it with providing the right knowledge right equipment right care that makes it like it's a better quality of care yeah Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about your decision as a as a business owner of of the difficulty mm-hmm. of starting new ventures? Cuz Caster's only been in existence for 5 years mm-hmm. and yet during that time you've expanded from home nursing to also medical supplies, a health institute, uh supplies for medical professionals. What is the mindset of a business leader? to cuz there's there's business leaders and and business owners that listen to this podcast and sometimes it it's a big uh a hurdle mm-hmm. to go I'm already doing this how can I possibly I I know I want to expand into this market or into this niche mm-hmm. how can I possibly do it I think like it's a we we look at the problems as a holistic view okay and we did not look at it as like it's a, these are like a two different entities mm. and these are like a, we looked at it's complementing and finding the solutions for the problem hmm. okay so when we look at it as a home care and the ecosystem that we see it the services the product and knowledge makes a better and like it's a providing the better quality of care yes i i <laughs> i absolutely understand that and i love the idea of the ecosystem of the services the product the knowledge how they work together but what is it that made you decide let's start it ourselves rather than saying let's partner with someone else to provide the knowledge let's partner with the distributor over here what made you decide let's make our own version of it so that we can all work together right so i think like that's we see the challenges like at the day by day that like when we see the challenges working at the field like a look, listening to listening to our clinicians listening to our caregivers what like what is the thing that like it's bothering that like we try to partner and like trying to do and but like it's still the providers in mm-hmm. this case the doctors mm-hmm. like they have to work with the multiple multiple yeah um the medical equipment companies home health agencies and if they have that partners of the home services based on all the complaint side the communication that needs to happen the provider they they spending lot of time mm. and like a document documentation aspect they have to coordinate mm. and having this partnership or like aligning with the partnership 
that like we are not solving the core problems mm. and still the providers are struggling and we want to make the doctors the providers spend more time for the patient care yeah. than the documenting and like it's working with the multiple multiple providers and having so if i can summarize kind of how i understand what you're saying is rather than saying hmm how can we expand how can we offer more you instead start from what are the problems right and can we solve that problem exactly because what you want to ensure like you said is that the doctors are able to spend the most time with the patient but the problem of that is they're spending too much time coordinating with multiple companies documenting multiple times because they have to submit it multiple places and so you say if i can solve that problem they can spend more time with the patient and so the way that you've approached expanding the business is by finding problems that you can solve absolutely i think that is a golden uh principle for any entrepreneur any business leader any parent mm -hmm. trying to figure out in their own leadership of rather than just coming up with a new thing mm -hmm. Um, I often talk about it with my staff here is I don't want us to come up with a solution that doesn't have a problem mm -hmm. and then go, well, why did we build this thing is trying to find the problem first right? and then figure out what's the best way to solve that problem. And it sounds like in the beginning, the best way to solve that problem was partnerships, mm -hmm. but then that created its own set of problems. Right. And so as you said, well, let's figure out a different way to solve that problem. Now, have you always been kind of that problem solver type person? I mean, you said earlier, you just nonchalantly just dropped in. They have over 20 patents in the healthcare space. Is that something you've always had? That's always the innovation comes to identify the root cause of the problem. Mm -hmm. That's where all the, all the time that innovation pops up. So when I look at this, this whole, the domain that like we are developing, we feel that like we are building the innovations. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's by identifying the problems and how we can solve this problem. And I think like that is where the innovation comes in. Yeah. And we believe on this one, like one, giving that like we feel good about it, giving back to the community. At the same time that like we feel that like this is the healthcare problems that like we are like we cannot solve the entire the healthcare issues that's happening. Yeah. But we feel that like there is a small piece, like even 1% of the problem that we can solve. Yeah. Okay. That is where that we are heading into. Mm. So the problem is this community needs like a lot more support. Yeah. We don't look at like it's a, like it's a, this, like a, as you said, there's a lot more growing problem, the aged population that's coming in. Yeah. The rural areas are not supported by the bigger, bigger insurance companies right. and like a things. So we need to collaborate. We need to support each other mm -hmm. to provide like the healthcare is the right for every every person. Mm. Okay. So we need to get this access, the healthcare access to every person in this community. Yeah. Okay. When we see this one, like a like it's a, it's good to have like a, the like excellent hospitals and providers in this community, collaborating with them and collaborating with other services providers like us. It needs support. Mm -hmm. And I think like it's a, we are fortunate that we are able to identify the small problems that we see it and we are able to solve it. Yeah. Yeah. That is such an excellent uh, encouragement of to just uh, rather than being overwhelmed mm -hmm. with all the problems we see out there, trying to focus in on what is one small problem that I can maybe contribute towards or, or help solve. And then after that, 
what's one more small problem I can help solve? And, and that's truly how we make progress is in the small steps. Um, and, and I think that that is such a, such a beautiful thing to hear how, uh, you and your wife have, uh, moved into this area just recently. And yet you, you carry the same, um, entrepreneurial, innovative spirit that I think I see everywhere here in the Sauk Valley. There's, there's so much of that, uh, innovative, hardworking, entrepreneurial spirit here. And so I want to kind of pivot to now talk about your experience here in the Sauk Valley. Mm -hmm. Um, those last few questions about, as you have lived and worked here, you're not a native to the Sauk Valley area. You didn't grow up here. Mm -hmm. You've come in as an outsider, but you have a unique perspective of where do you see, um, things that are still missing or needed here in the Sauk Valley from your perspective? I think like it's, we love this community. Mm -hmm. We love that, like what we do. And I think like that's, that's what it's keeping us to like, it's getting into more, getting into like a giving back to the community. Yeah. And I think like it's a, I think like it's a one thing that like we believed what we gained in this country that we wanted to give back to the community, like we back give back to the com uh, country, mm. and we it's it's God has given us to provide like a selected this area. Yeah, and like we were missing that like when we were working on the corporate world and when we looked at it like in the past, we were missing something. Mm. And by doing this one, like we feel that like the gap is. Gap yeah. Is fulfilled. Yeah, you feel that that you're actually uh, helping create change. Right. Wow. So, and ask, answering your thinking that like this community, yes, every other community they're like having some challenges, and I think like it's the small businesses the way that like it's supporting each other. Mm. I think that's the huge thing that like we see it mm -hmm. everywhere that like it's like support that we are getting it. Yeah. That like the chambers and mm -hmm. like a where for example, we um, we graduated f more than fifty students, the CNE students, on phlebotomy in our health institute, and most of our students are supported by Best Inc. and Tri County. Okay, and the grants like the support like they are giving yeah. and like the. And those are the support that like the community is providing. Yeah. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think like the I see that like the Sterling and like the, the entire Sauk Valley community. Yeah. I think like as I see after we came in like in, in such five years period, I see that like it's growing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think like it's and I think like with the, all the community support. It's a like-minded, mm -hmm. and I think like the hardworking community. We are fortunate to have like uh, the clinicians and people that who is working for Castro. Yeah, and we are thanking them every day. Wow! Yeah, congratulations on 50, 50 graduates from right. the Health Institute. That's that's incredible. Um, and that's one thing that gets me excited about the Sauk Valley. But for you, what, what what on the other side of the coin for here in the Sauk Valley? What gives you hope? What gets you excited about this area? It's, I think, like the people. Hmm. Like, I think, like, it's a, we feel the true heart from every that every people that we meet in this community. Hmm. When, like, if we go to our clients' home, or like the people they respond, the elder people, that like they respond to our care. That's what, like, it's getting excite, excitement every time. Yeah. The feedback that we are getting it from them. Hey, that like it's, I got like it's, we cannot go to every family, but every clinicians and the caregivers that are going to and provide the care are people they come in and stop by 
and we help them to get the right supplies and right equipment or uh, like uh, the workforce that we are producing in the community yeah okay and the feedback and the people that we meet mm. okay and that's what it's getting excited for everything what we do and then like the beautiful city yeah like i think like i said who can that like uh, we drive almost like every day through that like the route to mm-hmm. and the beautiful the river that like it's when we go to like uh, the small restaurants over here mm-hmm. we go to like a um, the places that i think even here i yeah, think like yeah, it's yeah. A, such a wonderful experience yeah. and we never had that kind of experience in the past life well, well, i was, like was going to say yeah we were talking right before we recorded about how different it is out here than in the chicago suburbs where <laughs> you were before it's a little bit quieter there's there's actual open space you can see the fields you know and yet at the same time too you still have all the excellent mm-hmm. places to be and stuff yeah well before we close and before we go one i just want to thank you for your time but also if people wanted to get in touch with you personally or get in touch with the caster um, home nursing or any of the other family of uh, businesses in the caster family of businesses what's the best place that they could find you or get in contact right so we are also like based on what we discussed and um, we are also launching the caster medical transportation okay that's another thing that's coming up because you guys just won't stop innovating i guess that's right. good so that's another problem that we see the transportation the non emergency medical transportation is the yeah. need for like listening to the people listening to the our clients listening to the community yeah we see that like there's a need for that like the transportation mm-hmm. the infrastructure the, that that's what it's going to help this community yeah and we feel that like the better transportation better access to the medical transportation is required for this community yeah. and we wanted to contribute for that yeah and i think like that's that's something that like we are about to launch that's exciting are, like i'm very excited to announce as part of this yeah, podcast yeah 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 and uh, for us like the contact information for us like always caster like we have like a all website for each area that like we have a separate dedicated website but um the caster if you search by just caster in the webs um, in the google or like in the search in mm-hmm. uh, caster home nursing is that like our primary skilled and non skilled and www.casterhomenursing.com mm-hmm. is that like a, everything that we can find out and yeah, there's a link for medical supplies or the transportation of the scrubs our uh, medical equipment mm-hmm. yeah so yeah and we have the phone numbers also on mm-hmm. the in the website and yeah. the email and we very actively on the facebook too so people they can click on like a look for casters on the facebook yeah <laughs> so that's incredible and i just thank you so much for uh not only bringing uh your expertise to our community here and also uh helping to contribute into this gap but also just thank you for being on the show today sakti i just really appreciate you being here um i want to thank you for this opportunity and to share this one like our visions and like the things that what we do through this one and and also i want to thank you for the wonderful services that you are providing to the community oh well and thank you so very, much and uh, it's a very valuable time and we are excited and to be part of this community mm yeah well thank you so much and until next time on the sock valley spotlight i'm your host drew williams and let's keep finding the beauty of this place that we call home home